Welcome to the second episode of the Hill Ranch Podcast with me, your host, Kaika Smith. Today, I actually have a special guest for you guys to meet. Um, she's a wife. Um, actually, you know what? I'll have her explain everything to you. Today's guest is Allie. Hello, guys. How are you doing today, Allie? Doing good. So, explain a little bit about yourself, if you would, please. Yeah, so I'm a wife, mommy of four, and at the current moment, a certified homeschool teacher, thanks to this glorious COVID-19. <laughs> so, if you guys can't tell, Ali is my wife. Um, she was lucky enough to be picked by myself. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the main reason why I wanted to have her on here was to kind of piggyback on that episode yesterday with social media and um, social media and human beings, I guess I should say in general. But before we get into all of that, why don't you kind of kick us off and tell us about yourself, where you grow up. Just do a quick little introduction. Yeah, it doesn't have to be quick, just an introduction. Okay. Uh, so like my husband, I grew up on the Big Island, uh, grew up in Kona. And I was raised in a pretty straightforward household, um, particularly heavy-handed when it came to... When you say straight, are you talking about your parents? Is that a sexual oh God. thing? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> straightforward. Don't be a bigot, okay? <laughs> straightforward and heavy-handed um, when it came to um, being raised with core values. Um, everything from religion to... Knowing right from wrong, um, knowing your self-worth, just having those qualities instilled in yourself, um, that was just an everyday thing in my childhood growing up. Um, along with that, uh, lots of disciplinaries, if we did do wrong, quote-unquote lickings, if you will, um, not abuse, not abuse people, um, just setting your kids straight. Um, but yeah, that's basically what it was. I was raised to... Uh, always put 100% into everything that I did, especially when it came to academics, and uh, always strive for the highest. Speaking of academics, you graduated, what, top five? Top 5%, um, not trying to toot my own horn, uh, graduated at top five, top 5%, five uh, summa cum laude. Which, I mean, isn't really saying much, because it is the big island so yeah, right Hawaii education system i mean there's only like so much in your class right <laughs> so we go from graduating high school what did you do after high school uh after high school i wanted to broaden my horizons when it came to academics so decided to take it up to the mainland and see what it had to offer and by mainland you mean uh, uh virginia so you you go to Virginia. You're uh, going to going to college. Yes, I assume. I uh, went to university. So you go to university, and what are you studying at university? Uh, there, I was pursuing my medical degree. Medical degree, so yeah. nursing. Yeah. Okay, so you're in Virginia. You're what? Seventeen at this time. Seventeen at the time. You're in Virginia. You're seventeen at the time. You are going to college for nursing. Life is all great and on the gravy train gravy train <laughs> and then you run into the fucking caveman you call your husband yes why don't you go ahead and explain explain that little fucking shenanigans so taking it back uh 
to the cool kids at the time. Um, met my husband on the social media platform of the day, MySpace. Go back for a whirlpool of that. Um, yeah, stumbled across uh, my handsome husband on MySpace. Saw that man in uniform and just fell in love. And then faith just took his course. And when she says uniform, she means my stripper uniform. Oh my God, no. (laughs) (laughs) Military uniform. So Looking very sleek. So we go from, um, I was in the military. We went from talking on MySpace. We kind of had a long distance relationship. You came down to visit for... Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Came down to visit for Thanksgiving. I think you stayed like a week, huh? Uh, Two weeks. Stayed for two weeks. I was still working at the time, um, just about to start my work up for my second deployment. We kind of, I kind of took the fast track. I mean, yeah, we totally you came, fast track. You came down for one visit. I I came back up, or I flew to Virginia for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, being a fucking man, I asked her father for her hand in marriage. Mm-hmm. And Christmas Eve, I fucking pro- proposed in front of your whole family. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve dropped the big question. I'm sure they were fucking pleased. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was definitely a shocker to the family. Um, but, you know, fate took its course and we pursued that. So I fly back, I fly back to Texas after New Year's. Um, we kind of talk about setting a date and all that stuff. But I have a deployment on the horizon, Mm -hmm. so I talk you into marrying me a lot sooner than a lot sooner than what we anticipated. Yeah, we anticipated planning, you know, the whole big white wedding and you know doing the whole big shindig like everybody. What do you mean, fucking (laughs) great courthouse wedding wasn't fucking good enough for you in your blue jeans with no one around at the justice of the peace? Um, (laughs) Got it done. So we got married um, a month after being engaged. Literally a month after. So yeah. you fly up back to Virginia for a little bit, mm-hmm. pack your shit. Literally a week, go back to Virginia, pack up our belongings, turn right back around, get on the plane and go back to Fort Bliss. And we... Then life just took its course from yeah, there. From there, I ended up having to go to California for workup. Mm-hmm. Was in California for workup and get an interesting phone call. Yes, from it. someone. Um, actually, what were you doing at the time when I was, when you came down to Texas? What did your your education stop? Uh, no. So immediately after I um, moved down to Texas, um, I enrolled back into school, back into nursing school, and then kept pursuing that. And that's when we found out about the big surprise. So I'm in California. I get a fucking phone call. And I'm told by my new wife that she's fucking pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were together two two months. Two months before we got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then I'm in work up, and I remember that phone call pretty pretty well because I was sitting with one of the team leaders, and he's an older guy. I'm not gonna mention his name because he's still he's still in putting in work, but. I guess I was 19 at the time. So I guess when, when people have kids, they they celebrate by smoking cigars. But we didn't have a fucking cigar. So so he whips out a pack of 
Marlboro menthols yeah. or camel menthols and fucking hands me a cigarette that I've never smoked before. And let me tell you, the fucking head high you get from smoking a cigarette was pretty fucking legit. Yeah, I, I don't even like the smell. So find out we're pregnant. Um, I get finished with work up, fly back. Where do we go from there? I mean, I was home for... Uh, you were home for a, maybe a month and a half. And then you decide or we decide that you shouldn't be staying no. in a foreign, no. <laughs> foreign state by yourself. No, I mean... Uh, <laughs> At 18 years old and pregnant? 18 years old, first pregnancy, um, newlywed army wife. Um, you know, it was uh, the start of a huge adventure for both of us. Um you know, and so we both decided that it'd be beneficial for me to move back home and be surrounded by family. Um, I needed the support system while he was away, so went and did that. And the main priority while back home was to just keep myself busy, keep my mind focused, and make sure that I'm not too emotionally distraught. I'm handling the first baby and also handling my husband being overseas. So we finish finish up that deployment everything goes as well as i guess you can go on it was a intense deployment but i get back stateside um we were st- and when you when he gets back stateside i mean i guess you could still consider us newlyweds i mean yeah, it I was mean, so we fast tracked yeah so yeah. Still newlyweds. Uh, I get back right before our son is born. Um, that was a fucking grand old time. Like literally a week before he was born. Uh, I think it was less than that. I think it was like three days. Oh, well, maybe so. <laughs> so we, I get back. We have our first child. Everything goes well. Um, we go through that whole thing. I ended up getting injured. And, well, we skip over a couple years, but we found out we were pregnant with our second child. Mm-hmm. And I had some shit happen. I got injured, got flown back to Walter Reed, had spine surgery, wrist surgery to reconstruct everything. And at that time, we decided. At that time, it was. Um, it was no came, longer yeah. team. I mean, it, it came down family. to yeah, it came down to the wire. It was either um, stay in the military or. Well, I also had a. F- I was not fucking happy with the chain of command at that point. No, I mean, that's, that was tough. Yeah, that whole that whole fucking that whole fucking mess. But so we decided to get out. Um, at this time, we were stationed in. Uh, we moved... I guess we were at Langley at that time. Yeah, moved to... So we moved back to Texas mm-hmm. after we get out. Uh, we had our second child at that time. And then down here in Texas, we have our third child. Like, right after we moved down. Because we had our daughter right before we left Virginia. Uh-huh. And then we get down here. We had our... Number three pops out. Number three. And then... Number four. Number four. <laughs> Literally number four 11 was, months later. Jeez four. Louise, you're a fucking factory. <laughs> number four was a big surprise for us. Um, she, or they're both uh, literally 11 months apart. So 
what is it? What they call them? Irish twins. Irish twins. Our Irish twins. So we have our our little white babies running around. Our Irish twins. Yeah, those suckers keep us busy. <laughs> <laughs> so we have them. Um, yeah, life goes on. We we live here in Texas. Everything's going great. Mm-hmm. And now we come to what we were actually supposed to fucking talk about after that yes. long rant. So yesterday's podcast, we 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 discussed a little bit of my my uh, views on social media and men in general, and the issues that face the the male community, especially in Hawaii. And if we, the main reason why I wanted to have my wife on was to to piggyback off of that, and and talk about the female side of of social media and the type of malarkey we yeah. see um so i mean me and you we share we share an instagram mm-hmm. um that instagram is at a heel ranch we uh believe that if you're a couple you should most likely share social media because it takes a lot of the guesswork out of people fucking around on each other if you both have social media yeah or the same social media account i guess i should say yeah yeah and we have um we have a lot of followers and um follow that we follow that I well feel... i don't even think we have a lot of followers in the grand scheme no of things. we don't we're, i we're mean not, we're new we're to not this. cool <laughs> no no we're not like uh what's maybe, the word maybe that's what you gotta do maybe we're you gotta not go viral sh- but... yeah maybe well maybe you gotta show your ass a little bit more oh god no <laughs> No, Show some skin, girl. I'm not with that. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So uh, we have um, followers and those that we follow that I feel has the same outlooks as us. Like my husband said, um, we both share a uh, social media account. And in general, I just feel like married couples um, should be able to share everything. I mean, because, you know, there's a reason why they say what's mine is yours. You know, once you seal the deal, you know, um, and with us, it's it comes natural, but I feel like with other people, it's foreign almost. Like when it comes to bank accounts and well, I think I think his or hers. Well, I think that's a lot of what um, I think people have a bad taste in their mouth because of the divorce rate being so high. Yeah, that is true. So so people believe like trying to safeguard. I, yeah, I work for my money. This is my money. You work for your money. You keep that. But I mean, for us. It's different, especially because, well, I work and make the money, but without my wife's help being at home and raising our kids, it would be, it'll be fucking pointless. Oh, actually, hold on. Let's circle back to that. Yeah. Let's come back. So you were a nurse. Yes. And then after our second child, you decided to get a real fucking job. And yes. become a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, so I uh, I totally underestimated um, what it is to be a stay-at-home mom. I have huge, huge respect for all the fellow stay-at-home moms out there, regardless if you have one child or ten. Um, it's hard work. It, it really is. It, I feel that it is considered a real job. What you do know? they call them? Healthcare heroes? Fuck that. Stay-at-home moms are fucking heroes. Yeah. That's, that's what I say. I mean, especially in these, these crazy times. You and know? We understand. I mean... With us, we we are able to afford that because of my chosen profession, and that's yeah. not the case with everybody else. Sometimes you both have to work, but if possible, I think it's a good thing to have the mother 
And like with the social media and the children aspect, I think it, I believe it's a good thing to have the mother raising the kids to show them love and affection right. because a lot of children need that. And I think a lot of, a lot of society is lacking that now Yeah, because I'm about to piss a lot of women off, but <laughs> I, but then again, we're not here to, to be nice, to please everyone. <laughs> yeah. you know? it, so I, I, it drives me nuts when I see women who, since their kids were born, they drop them off with babysitters for 10 hours a day. And then they pick those kids up an hour in the evening, sleep with those kids, and then next day drop them off again. So really, they're actually only mothering their children for 40 hours a week, uh, like a job. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, and like oh, I, I, I mean, I see it on both sides of the coin. I mean, I, uh, for instance, uh, single parents, single mothers, um, unfortunately, most of them don't have a choice. You know, they, they have to go to work to support well, yeah. their children. And there's an and exception huge, to huge kudos to them as well. But when I feel like women are given the option to, uh, when they have a husband involved, um, if they're given the option to pursue the well-being of their children versus their personal careers, um, I'm, I mean, basically me speaking from experience, uh, when I took a halt in nursing, I did consider the factors of, you know, if I if I stop this now before I get my career on track, there is the slight possibility that it would be hard to enter back into the workforce after all our children are, are in school. But at the same time, coming from a mother's perspective, I consider that I would also lose precious time that I'm not going to get back by being so um, encased in work. Yeah. Well, I mean, what what now that you've been in the workforce as a professional, yeah, and now that you're you've been a stay at home mom, what do you think? When you look back at your life, do you think you would have been more fulfilled if you had just stayed the path as a nurse and pawned your kids off? Or no, I mean, and again, this this I mean, this podcast is us putting out our personal opinions. I don't think we need to repeat that. Um, but if you don't like it, then don't me, fucking listen. Me personally, uh, I yeah, I enjoyed working in the medical field, and um, I personally felt like it was great adding to my resume. But when I considered the little things, like for instance, um, dropping our firstborn at the sitters while going to work, and then you know working those um, eight nine hour days, and then coming home and only being with him for a couple of hours before you repeat it all over again Monday through Friday, I really, I really took a hard hit in regards to how much time I lost with him. Um, and me, like, I will always put my family first. I'll always put our children first. I'll always put my husband first. I have no problem putting myself and my career on the back burner. So it really was a no brainer for me. Yeah. But I mean, it's with that being said, the, do you think having the opportunity as our kids get older to go back to work, Mm -hmm. you think you'll you'll regret those years lost and not working. I mean, the feminists are going fucking insane right now. Like, yeah, I can't believe you're not working. You're supposed to be a strong, independent woman. Yada, yada, yada. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, the feminist movement is hardcore right now. But I'm a mom and I'm not with the feminist movement. Sorry. I mean, zero percent with that. Well, I guess we should now that we're talking about this feminist shit, I I guess we should kind of talk about your 
your you beginning about- political leanings oh. as compared to now. I mean, when as, we as first a- met, well, not as a, as a, not other, as a woman, no, no, but well, just- yeah. And as a woman, but also in general, I mean, your, your family, I would say kind of leans center of left. I don't, I don't think they're, they're uber conservative. Mm, so, I mean, I would consider at the time I would have considered myself, um, growing up, um, to be center of left, uh, so kind of a Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had certain beliefs when it came. I, so I grew up in a really strict household when it came to religion, um, huge Catholic family. Um, and you know, those, those certain beliefs as I grew up and as, um, my husband, um, exposed certain things when it came to the Catholic church and how unfortunately some, some, some dealings of the Catholic church ties into certain politics. Like it was far, it was pretty far left. Well, I guess we should, we should kind of preference that. Um, so I'm not a Catholic. I don't hate Catholics, but the problem I have with the Catholic church and and religion in general, um, I believe in God. I believe in a creator. I'm, we're actually Mormon. Um, but with Catholics, I believe the the issues with the Catholic church is they've, they're tied back in history. If we look at history to a lot of money and they were, they were like separate Kings throughout history. And that's kind of where I have the issue with the Catholic church. And then mm-hmm. when my wife told me, cause I didn't really know much about the Catholic Catholic church. I grew up as a, as a Christian, I guess. Um, when my wife was telling me about confession, I was like, wait a minute, you, you go into a booth with another human being and you confess your deepest, darkest secrets to this person. And she said, yeah. And, and then they say that you're forgiven or as long as you repent, like you're forgiven for your sins, I guess is kind of how it works. Yeah. And I, I found that kind of odd that another human being who sins just as much as you do is able to say that they're closer to God because they put on a dress and a funny looking hat mm-hmm. and don't have sex or actually they do have sex. They have sex with kids, uh, but <laughs> we, will, we will cap that into another episode. Yeah. That's a whole nother fucking mess. But I just, I, it was hard for me to, to wrap my head around it a human being saying that they're closer to God than you yeah, because they're a part of a church. And I think with that whole thing, like Catholicism, which, which is kind of odd that you have like a, a democratic view, but such a conservative type deal with the Catholic church. Like how, how do you preference that? Like with Catholic church, super orthodox, dress conservatively, yada, yada, yada. But then on the other hand, you like have, well, I guess it doesn't really tie two together because I guess you could be a Catholic and still not believe in guns. Yeah, I mean, I've, uh, so since I feel like we're kind of like confusing it, but, but my views when it came to religion, religious views, um, was pretty, I guess one way. It was, it was. And um, like my husband said, we are actually Mormon. Um, Don't so, tell the Mormons that. They're not going to be happy. 
Uh, so um, when it came to certain beliefs, I, I mean, till this day, I still feel like some of my Catholic upbringings, I, I feel I still believe them and they're of worth. Um, but do I agree with the Catholic Church 110%? No. And that was just because um, you exposed me to... The wrongdoings. Yeah, the wrongdoings. Like. Well, I guess with everything, like we say, um, there's a saying in the in intelligence community that says, trust but verify. Um I don't ever tell my wife, like, trust me, I fucking know what I'm talking about. It's more of, um, I guess what I give you, like, like, hey, you should probably look into this. Hey, like, this shit isn't right. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, obviously, that's the purpose of this podcast, too. Like, don't trust us. Do your research. And... Yeah, do your own research. We, yeah. just, we just give you stuff to research, I guess, in general. Right. So coming back around to it, um, yeah, uh, growing up, I had... Um, my core beliefs when it came to religion um i had my beliefs when it came to firearms and the second amendment um and i had my opinions when it came to having you know just your your human rights in general um and it yeah it was pretty it was not pretty far left but yeah center center to left if i mean and then you meet a fucking knuckle dragger like myself who is just like <laughs> gun kill fucking no i mean <laughs> i meat. <laughs> I would definitely I would definitely say that our period of time as a military family did expose me to um a lot of patriotic values um and you learned that becoming a, a new army wife and you know you know when your husband is uh fighting for this cause um it becomes a lifestyle for both of you and then I feel like it just got enhanced when we passed that core value and lifestyles onto our children um, so it definitely did change my outlooks and my views when it came to firearms and just um, in general, the freedoms that we have as human beings. Well, Americans, not all human Americans. beings enjoy these oh, fucking sorry. freedoms. No, unfortunately, no, unfortunately. And so. So that, yeah, so that's just me in a nutshell. Yeah, we went on this massive fucking Yeah, we rant. totally well, I, went off, off went, subject. But to bring it back around again to the whole fucking reason of this podcast. Yeah, tapping is, into yesterday's. Okay, so. With women on social media, I think as a male, I needed a female's perspective trying to talk about this. But I think social media had a huge impact on women and the way women act, the way women dress, mm -hmm. the way even girls today. Yeah, it's scary. I think, I think social media has a really negative connotation yeah. to yeah. those types of um i don't want to say upbringing but those types of special special times in a girl's life i believe that social media has a lot of issues with um with that uh actually one of our kids just walked in welcome to the hill ranch podcast we're back again sorry about that like i said this is fucking real life and our kids beckoned you follow us on Instagram at a heel ranch. I'm here with my wife once again, Allie. So the whole reason of this fucking podcast was to get into social media and its influence on women and girls. We went on a long life story, but finally I want to get into what the fuck this podcast was about. And this preference is yesterday's podcast that I answered about the male role model, especially in Hawaii. And the influences of social media on that male role model. So what do you think 
the impact of social media is on well first we'll just go with the mom what do you what do you think the impacts of social media are on a mom like body wise um so i feel like social media uh puts out a whole bunch of expectations for women in general um with moms i feel like as a fellow mom myself i feel like social media is making you feel like you have to keep up with the trend that's happening on a day-to-day basis um you know i think that ties into the current feminist movement that's happening i mean it's it's happening and it's strong i think it encompasses everything from what your body should look like um the type of company you should keep, uh, the type of possessions that you should have, the type of outlooks that you should have, the type of political views you should have. It's just ongoing. And Well, I mean, I think, hold on, sorry to cut you off, but I think the feminist movement, in my personal opinion, is like an anti-feminist movement because you have these women on here that are fucking shaving their heads yeah. and like not shaving their armpits and, and try to look like fucking not even women like yeah like uh, i'm 500 pounds and i'm beautiful like no bitch you're about to die from fucking diabetes <laughs> like it's, it's, <laughs> i it's, think i think like the fucking feminist movement has just like gone off the fucking rails of what beauty actually is yeah i mean fe- the feminist movement i think is anything is everything but f- feminine if that makes sense um yeah it's like it's far out there i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> well i mean like so with you work out every day um yeah try, try to stay to. active and healthy and mm-hmm. probably helps you from strangling your fucking caveman husband but why are you giving me that face <laughs> i would never <laughs> i would never strangle my oh, family yeah. members you're right you probably shoot me in my sleep <laughs> but um so working out every day you see these women on instagram um mm-hmm. obviously these what they call themselves is social media influencers right they do workouts in little skimpy bikinis where you see every portion of their fucking body. Yeah. And they they think that's that's a good thing. Well, um, I mean, well, yeah, if we're being honest, what that's considered cool or quote unquote hot uh, or gets trendy. The followers. Viral. Whatever those words are, those kids the kids are using these days. But. Like I said, we might as well put you in a bikini. Maybe we'll get fucking more followers on Angel oh Ranch. No, no. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not with that, ladies. I'm not. Well, so these women, um, in particular, I remember one one woman that you saw for a booty buster workout, and she was selling these programs. Oh yeah. And after you dug a little deeper, what what did you find? So so you know we are not pros when it comes to Instagram and social media. We're very new to it. Um, but in the short amount of time that we've been on the social media platform i've i've come to realize that social media is very 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 misleading um and very very unrealistic um what my husband is referring to is a woman um that i was following that was selling this success story of how to build the perfect bum and um i mean the results were amazing you know and when you're looking at this um on the screen you're like that's awesome like if she can do it i can do it like it's a no-brainer and then when you just do not even hard digging when you just look a little bit more into it that's when i'm sitting there and i'm like yeah but how are those butt implants treating you you know like like really and and it's it's unfortunate because what are you talking about you 
You just went from saying she was working out. No, 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 no. Butt no. implants. No, 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 no. So, so the workouts, the workouts is what I mean was very misleading. The the results, quote unquote, that she says she said was there. Those weren't results from her. You know, workouts. putting 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 the work in, busting her ass, busting her ass, <laughs> busting <laughs> her bum, busting her bum, and building that perfect that perfect bum. No, 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 it was not that. It was anything but that. It but that. Oh my god, <laughs> sorry. She had the ass implants is what no, we're fucking trying no to get. No puns at. intended. She was she was selling a booty workout, booty saying workout. how great they were. Yeah, and she was actually she actually had ass implants yeah so so that's what i mean by misleading and and i feel like women are well um, i mean perfect example that woman mm -hmm. you went and buy her workout program expecting yeah. this and come out to and come to find out it's all fake yeah but she had millions of followers yes because it was and, cool and all of these girls or all of these women have this unrealistic expectation of that's what they will get yeah if they do what she does yeah. and turns out she's Full of shit. Full of <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I feel like... <laughs> Hold on. Pause. So, okay. So... You know, for the butt talk. <laughs> so, we go from women working out and... And un selling, selling fake products, yeah. if you will. And, the, and this, isn't, this isn't everyone. Um, I, I've found... Um, a, a lot couple of, of women yeah, that a, a lot of honest, modest women that are selling the real thing. Well, and a lot of those women, I, I, I believe, are moms. Yeah, um, yeah. There, there are uh, a few that I follow that I like to piggyback off of with their workouts, and they are they they put in the hard work, and you see them doing the physical hard work, and on top of that, they're moms as well. Um, and they're and what I love about them is that they're not afraid to show that mommy side of them. You know what I mean? And like we we're, we're actually talking about, and what which I think you wanted to mention was that. It's, it's not cool and it's not trending to be a mom. Just like it's not cool and it's not trending to be a dad these days. Well, I think that has a lot to do with the, the feminist movement also. I mean, and you, social media. Yeah, I mean, yeah. social media, you, you don't... The women that, like yourself, who portray yourself as a strong woman mm -hmm. in the household, mm -hmm. yet subservient to her husband and her family, Yeah, that's not... That's not That's cool. not cool and that's mm -hmm. not what... Even though that's been the case... For thousands and thousands of years, since when we dawn look of time. at yes, yeah, since the dawn of time, when we look at history, all of a sudden now, women are like, no, 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 we want to reinvent the wheel. That yeah. ra raising our children isn't what actually makes us happy. Right. What really makes us happy is seeing people follow us on Instagram because I haven't asked for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so people. It's it's just it's just so backwards in in this dawn of time and it, it it also constantly confuses me to see what women view as priorities these days you know um it's it's so backwards what what do you mean views as priorities these days so so like so like what you said since the beginning of mankind it, it's been mankind oh my god you fucking sexist oh, okay so you know what I mean? there's there's a perfect <laughs> example there's a perfect example i i feel like uh Women are on this um, on this path. war path uh, to to change. Oh, th I think that's the point that I'm actually trying to get across. I think women nowadays are on this constant war path to break down the core family values in the household. When they they forget that women 
and moms have a huge part in that of well, creating I, those core values well, and I think, they don't want that no more well i think it's not only I don't, I don't believe it's just women i believe it's the democrats in general yeah their their views are if they can destroy the, the core family yep. then everyone can be more reliant on government actually sure. you know what we should hop off of social media real quick and segue into something jump into that with um food stamps in hawaii mm-hmm. there's a lot of women that will not get married or a lot of families mm-hmm. that will not yeah. will not um tie the knot i guess yeah because the government has made it more feasible benefits or yep. more beneficial to yep. not get married and say you're a single mother yep then get married and it's like the government becomes your your baby daddy if you will your baby daddy and your baby mama yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean it goes both ways i mean even the just in hawaii the democrat the democratic government has has found a way to destroy the core family and that's by pumping money into couples yep. like hey instead of taking care of your kids and instead of marrying that girl of your dreams and raising your family why don't you just go ahead and cut the marriage thing and yeah just make it work and we'll just go ahead and give you some food stamps yeah so so yeah i mean tapping into that um i'm gonna i'm gonna actually uh talk about my my childhood just a little bit um my parents um my parents had me straight out of high school and unfortunately with the cost of living in hawaii you know where democrats make it damn near impossible to survive back home um they offer you the option of food stamps and growing up as a kid um the food stamps was something that most households had had to have you know just to survive but or at least wick yeah yeah or at least wick um they were given no choice um but my parents they i don't want to say they had too much pride or they they had too much of an ego to accept the handouts if you will um they they didn't take the food stamps and they they didn't take the wick because they didn't want to be reliant on government and yeah my family was super far left my mom and my dad on both sides but when it came to that they knew that when you put your yourself into the hands of the government you're pretty much stuck yeah you're fucked you're stuck yeah you're in big trouble and that that was a good and a bad thing though you know the outcome was hard for us you know growing up in a household where we were just uh scrimping by yeah but at least at least that way you were fucking taught self-reliance though yeah and and you know with that too my parents um taught me the core values of you know getting married tying the knot making the commitment not holding off on that commitment simply because you get the extra paycheck coming in every month and i think with like now we'll circle back to social media right i think all of a lot of these women that we see we don't necessarily see their other halves with these with these social media influencers Mm -hmm. these women working on in bikinis or traveling around the world showing their fucking asses off no you don't ever see like the you don't see their husbands or their boyfriends or whatever because it just it just goes to show even though these women might be in relationships they know that if they show that they're in a relationship the following is going to go away it's going to go down yeah and you because know, you have all these fucking wannabes that think they have a chance with this fucking person oh and yeah and that's yeah. where they make the fucking money yeah you know and, and and going off of that i feel like it just with women 
I think it just boils down to vanity and, you know, just straight vanity. Um, looking on social media, it's, it's pretty darn easy to tell who's vain from who's not. Who's, who's cool from who's not. Who's trending from who's not. And going back to what I was saying, being a mom, unfortunately, on the social media platform is not cool. It's not cool. It's not, but but on the flip side, it's good because it's not being one hundred percent vain either. Well, fuck. Let's start that right there. Hashtag, make being a mom great again. <laughs> yeah, but but even but for me, listening to that, that's freaking awesome. But you know, from other listeners who are gonna listen in on that, they probably be like, oh, that's not too cool. That's not something I'd follow. I yeah, don't but think. but I think that's I think that's a a, a big issue in yeah. society is the following like we're yeah. we're doing things for following and doing things for likes and mm-hmm. especially when you look at the money that's involved with these girls i mean i guess put it this way the influence on younger girls who are on social media mm-hmm. that see this they're sexualized at such a young age yeah that this is what they grow up thinking is normal it's and now okay. you have predators yeah that can take advantage of that pretty damn easy yeah it's a very scary moment in time and and as a mother as as parents of girls yeah it it scares the hell out of me to think of what type of world they're going to be growing up in you know you can only shield your children so much from social media but in general it's just can we swear on here have you not been fucking oh. listening? <laughs> Sorry. Um, excuse my language, but right now it's just batshit crazy. And it, it scares the crap out of me as a mom, you know? Well, I, I think that's... Um, little think, girls. Little girls. Yeah. Like, little girls just uh, growing up and, and um, looking at looking at these quote-unquote women or quote-unquote role models that they're supposed to be following. They're, they're, not, they're not exemplifying themselves modestly well not only that showing themselves off well it's 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 a scary thought to think that a 12 year old girl will get on instagram Mm -hmm. and see this woman with two million followers yeah and go hey i want to do that maybe i should show myself yeah in this light and i'll get all these followers yeah and another thing too what I, i i don't think people realize is with the um with the social media, there's there's a lot of influence on young younger girls, and it's it's a um, women can be very nasty mm, yeah. on uh, on on other women when they're jealous of mm-hmm. of what they want. I mean, y- you see it. You in general. like cyberbullying. Cyber cyberbullying, yes, but I I think girl, but yeah, I think we as ladies have a tendency, yeah, to be straight up nasty. Yeah, I mean, you that's see, why they're called bitches. Yeah, <laughs> you you see a girl with a dress that's nicer than yours, like oh that fucking bitch. Like, yeah, yeah. Just because, <laughs> like that would that would be kind of kind of weird. Like I see a dude with a fucking nice tuxedo i'm like mm-hmm. that fucking faggot got a nicer fucking shirt than i do like, yeah men it's, it's, I, it's kind of it's kind of weird but i think with women on social media that's such a big fucking yeah. deal women are very very cruel and unforgiving when it comes to stuff like that i think i feel like men are more lax and they're like well, whatever I mean, like i mean that's you look at girls i mean maybe that's all it takes for this little girl to fucking 
kill herself yeah is some bitch having a bad day yeah and saying something to this young girl who has an impressionable mind yeah and she fucking goes and offs herself because of it yeah. and people don't think of the fucking consequences of that yeah and i mean and and with that i feel like when we come back around to it having that positive role female model in the house slash mom um, I feel like that's where it's most important because you you have to be able to have that motherly figure with the core values raising her daughter in these crazy times to know what's right from wrong and to know what's not okay. Well, even not even being a mom, you could just have like just Lisa, uh, an auntie. Yeah, mentor. Having having a fucking auntie that you can yeah. go to because I know like with your sister, she doesn't really go to your mom for stuff she comes to you a little bit because she what sees sisters you. do yeah. yeah she sees you as another female role model with less less of those rules and i think women in general i know i can't speak for women but i feel like women in general are able to um if they just get an auntie in their lives or there's other older women that are willing to mentor these young girls and right. show them what respect is and what hum humility, humility is yeah maybe maybe the world would be a better fucking place yeah and i mean that's what i love about uh growing up in hawaii and um coming from the islands um specifically the big island because you know it's so close-knit and oh, yeah. the family i feel like the family core factor is the main thing you know back on the islands and i respect the fact that the aunties, quote unquote, if you will, of the older generations, they have those values that I feel and I wish women had these days. Well, I mean, that's that's what we're on here trying to do is, right. is remind remind younger women like yourself. I mean, you're 27. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking like I'm 40 something years yeah, old. Like, I mean, I no, do too. I'm... But with us being younger people, I think it's a good thing for us to kind of get on here and say, hey. You guys are fucking up. I mean, yeah. we're not we're not the best. No. We have our issues, but maybe we can kind of have have men and women look at themselves and say, "Am I being a good role model for the next generation?" Right. When I look back at my life, right. Will will I be happy with what I've passed on? Right. And yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Um it, it's it's the older generations that I admire because like you said, it's the uncles and the aunties, the ones that raised us, that brought us up to know what's right and what's not right. And and it's I feel like it's a dying breed and we have to bring that back as the younger generation. It's just it's just that challenge of bringing it back with the distraction of social media. Well, I think it's a work in progress and I It is. I mean, I hate bashing on social media no, because no, we're no. we're yeah. using it as a tool to get our message out, but also it can be a fucking double-edged sword and I think Yeah. I think there's a lot of um I think there's a lot of shit going on in this world and I hope that maybe we can be a little fucking beacon of light for other young couples and you don't even have to be a young couple just fucking men and women in general that are looking for a role model or someone that may share their beliefs or their values yeah i mean that's the purpose of us doing this um we're trying to reach out to other couples or single individuals that share the same beliefs as we do wait you're trying to reach out to single individuals no fuck (laughs) we're trying to reach out to (laughs) anyone and everyone 
that may share the same values that we have. And if you don't share the same values as we have, maybe we can shed some light on all of that. And get you some fucking values. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> again, uh, I mean, we're not trying to talk down to anybody, but that is our main goal. So with all that being said, um, I guess we'll wrap this podcast up. It was lovely meeting with you, Allie. Lovely to be here. Thank you for taking so much time out of your day to spend with your fucking knuckle-dragger husband. Always. So with that, we're going to go ahead and check out. Our kids are coming in now. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. Again, follow us on Heel Ranch on Instagram. We'll talk to you guys later. You.